Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Yo, yo. I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You are tuned in here to the Thursday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, Jonas Clark producing, Sam spinning the one and twos. We are broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. And today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. Make sure you uh, visit their website at hazelskyonline.com where you can shop for the comforts of your own home. Check out all their newest products as well. And this first segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 736-9760. If you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that uh, you didn't get an opportunity to get through or call through yesterday and you want to parlay that over today, feel free. And anything that we're discussing on the docket today that you want to give your opinion on, feel free to do that as well. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, don't forget, if you want to follow me on Twitter or get at me on Twitter, it's at Sports Grind. And if you want to follow Mike, it's at Hard ball harge and don't forget we're streaming live now on facebook live you can interact through there as well and we'll read your comments as they come through if they make sense okay <laughs> all right man what's up harge what is happening what's happening let me holler at my boy Winbush. what up Winbush? what's happening <laughs> Winbush. oh man it's thursday man one more day to friday this week's kind of been going it's been trucking along whatever two days of football college football baby. that's true that's true college football is right upon us that is right man. And Texas still don't know what they want to do at quarterback. Man, we, get into that. We, we need to we need to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll a get it. Bit, we'll dog. get into that. What's up, Jonas? Yeah. You ready? Yes, sir. Ready to rock and roll. All right, Mr. Sams. What's up, fellas? How we doing? Doing all right, brother. Doing all right, man. So we've got some things to get to today. Um, definitely college, like Hart said. We're going to kick this thing off this weekend. And then the heavy hitters will be involved. All the super future super conference guys will be playing starting <laughs> next week. And I was going to start calling like, hey, man, y'all just – these guys will start this week. Y'all are kind of already separating yourself. So call you guys the super future super conference guys. Also, JV. Yeah, JV. Yeah, yeah. That's what it feels like. That's what they treating everybody else, you know, who got left behind in the Big 12. Uh, but you have that going on. Also, uh, of course, NFL, uh, we'll talk about that, that we've completed are uh, over and under. So next week, probably starting Monday, is when we're going to start our divisions. Okay, that's really what the non-gamblers really care about in regards to like, hey, who is my team going to do good? How do they think my team? Yeah, we'll, um, we'll do that starting Monday, which I'm coming off my best season with that, that since I've been doing that for a while. So I'll see if I can keep the momentum, see what Harge brings to the table, 
and we'll see uh, Jonas Sammons picks on get everybody's on the platform, and we'll see how that goes. In regards to today NFL news, though, um, I know that uh, the big news today, Ryan Tannehill um, has been put in COVID protocol, but we're finding out that he'll be able to come back to the team because Ryan is vaccinated. Uh, So he's going to be coming back. But I told you all the other day, I'm also going to pay attention to this in general because during the, you know, bubble situation in the NBA, really after the bubble, you know, in college and NFL last year when guys were testing positive and this is pre-vaccine, that there were some guys you could pretty much tell that it kind of had a lingering effect on them health-wise. So this is something to watch as well, too, I think. But Ryan Tannehill, he's been put in call, but he'll be back. But uh, not Cole World, oh Cole Beasley and the Buffalo crew up there. I, this didn't. This was on the docket yesterday, but we didn't get to it. But Cole, you know, he's been outspoken Twitter the whole thing. I'm not doing this. I'll retire. Not vaccinated. Well, him and three other of his guys broke uh, COVID protocol. Uh, they had to go into separation quarantine from the team, and then it comes out today. Those guys were fined for it. So. Um, you know, we're getting to that point where, like, okay, man, we've said enough. We let the Godfather speak from Texas, and y'all still ain't listening. You're going to break that. We're going to find you. We're going to find you now. Has Cole said anything? Uh, Has he tweeted anything? Anything gets like, oh, this is bull crap, this and this, or he's been quiet? Did anybody come across anything, Jonas, on Cole? Well, okay, we'll check really out. No. We'll, we'll oh, you, check no, he says something. You know he said something. He's, He's a rapper something. now. Don't forget about that. Oh, Don't yeah. forget Cole, Cole college funds. Uh, yeah, college he tr- funds. <laughs> he tried to spit them hot bars. So, uh, yeah, that's going on. So, but Bills have to deal with that. Also, um, we'll get to uh, a little bit of the top 100. I told you, I, for the last few years, I haven't been too in tune to this. I know Jonas has been keeping up with it, but we still haven't talked about what has the, the deal with Deshaun Watson. Because I know the NFL, his peers voted 18. We've been trying to get to this to the last couple of days. But what, what exactly did the NFL do that was kind of awkward? Well, what was awkward was that you didn't even realize that it happened. Okay. Like, I had to wait until they come back. Like, you come back from commercial break, mm-hmm. and then they run down the, the, the list up to where you're at at the point. And then I, that was how you learned that Deshaun was number 18. Oh. But in between the other guys, and every other player on the list gets – um player interviews they talk about the impact you get highlight mm-hmm. footage and it was just like a producer read Deshaun Watson's talent is unmatched you know and rec- gets recognized hmm. and you know he he like, looks to have a season you know, performing in, in Houston and then they just moved on to the next one uh, I and got I was you. like it was odd first off that they that he was on there you wouldn't even think that maybe the NFL would allow him to be present on there but this isn't their list. This right. is the players' list, right? Huh. So whether whether you think that somebody was deserves to be on there or not, this is the players that select on that. So don't come at the media on that one. Right. But then that they had to present it, and he got number eighteen, and they wouldn't even they didn't let the players speak on it at all. Hmm. One liner move on. Wow. Well, you know, again, I said it yesterday. It's about what your peers think of you. I mean, I think Deshaun Watson, without a doubt, is a top 20 player in the NFL. I think he's a top – I mean, honestly, I think he's a top five quarterback uh, top, when healthy. Uh, but I can see the NFL maybe getting caught off guard. I mean, they knew. I mean, this stuff gets screened and going to production. I mean, the way they set it up, which you painted a good job painting the picture because I've watched it before, um, that wasn't done by accident. But the other story with the 100, how many Cowboys on there, Harge? How many boys see, on there? 
See what had happened was yeah. uh, my, my checking and my savings, my savings. And my check. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we, we we only got we only got one dog. Got we one. only got one, and that's who Zach. One. Zach Zach Martin. Yeah, okay, Zach Martin. You know, speaking of the Cowboys, uh, Tyron Smith used to be on there all the time because yeah, he was he, massive, but yeah, he kept but getting he, hurt. He, he keep breaking finished. down. I got a lot yeah, of cowboy. Okay. I know some cowboy fans that want him off the roster. Like, why is he still taking up this money on the roster? Like, I understand that was Tyron Smith, but this ain't eight years ago, seven years ago, you know. Right, but right. that's one thing. But the speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, um, there's some reports out there. It hasn't really caught steam, but I put it on the docket and wanted to kind of put it out there is the fact that would the Dallas Cowboys entertain trading Jalen Smith? Because what I didn't find out, what I didn't realize is that I guess, you know, people are releasing their depth charts or whatever. They don't have him listed as a starter, right? Jalen Smith, is he is he, is he listed as a starter? Because I, I know that got this, that he's not listed as a starter. So that's what got these whole couple reports people putting out there. Hasn't caught steam. But I started thinking about it. I was like, well... What could Dallas use? Dallas needs probably some upgrades here and there, and then you could get some good value for Jalen Smith. Now, granted, Jerry, like he does sometimes, was emotional when he drafted this kid. I mean, this kid, Jalen Smith, horrific injury. I would say I put that up there. I don't know. That's uh, It's not there, but it's damn near close to Willis McGahee's injury. Bingo. Bingo. Um, I'm right there with you. I'm okay. right there with you. Okay, with so, right. Yeah. It's up there. So, Jalen would have gone probably maybe fourth round, fifth round, sixth round that draft and that injury. But there's a connection with Jerry, and Jerry's the type of guy that he, if he likes your story, where you come from, and he thinks you get, he don't give a damn what. Any, so he took him in the was the second round, right? Second. Yeah. So I don't know if you can get. First of all, before we get into that, hard. I mean, you know, you and Sam, the Dallas guys, show. Let me ask you, Harge, do you? Would you entertain that? Are you can you part ways with Jalen Smith? Consider what y'all did in the first round. Considering, you know, you know, Vanderich is still one of those things. We don't know if he can complete a full 17 or not, but would you entertain this? Absolutely. I would have entertained traded both of them. I would have got rid of Vanderesh because of what you said. And then Jalen Smith hasn't lived up to the billing. Yeah, people can say he was an all pro or not an all pro, pro bowler. There's right. different. Right. There's a difference in that. All pro is the top of the top. Right. Pro bowler, everybody get the chance to go play. Right. So when when that comes down, I was like, okay, but we got to see what the return is on that. We're getting picks. We're getting somebody that can come in and contribute right now. What What is the balance on that? Because this is a huge year for both he and Van Der Esch because the Cowboys didn't pick up the option on Van Der Esch. He's got to go out there and earn yeah. that. You know, yeah. so there's a reason why – he was being shopped around because obviously Micah Parsons is that dude. He can run sideline to sideline. He can make plays. But Jalen Smith still hasn't. And mind you, what you said was spot on. It was a horrific injury that most people didn't even think the dude was going to be able to play. Mm -hmm. And he worked his way back in there, earned his way, did what he needed to do. But the game is speeding up. And he's not speeding up. He played. He, I, I thought since he's been a cowboy, I thought, yes, last year was the slowest that it looked like he was playing last year. I don't know if that was a product just of a bad defense in general, being mentally beat down because it's that bad. You don't feel like you got help. Dan Quinn, um, you know, not Dan Quinn, but Nolan. And when like he was Nolan. there, yeah, I don't know if that was a product of it, but that's circling around. So where there's smoke, there's fire. So 
Uh, remember, you heard that brought up here first, probably in regards to if Dallas would be looking to trade Jalen Smith. The question, though, is as we can get back to it, is really we'll get to Lawrence. He's on hold. We'll get to his phone call. But it's like, what is the realistic thing you can get back for him if they make if Steven makes that move? Seven three six nine seven six. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Calvin Casey, Hardball Hards, Jonas Clark producing, Sam spinning the one and twos. We're broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop, and this next segment is going to be sponsored by Beto's. Beto's is located right off of Broadway, and if you're looking for an alternative to Mexican food, Beto's is the place to be. And don't forget, now they offer brunch seven days a week. That is Beto's, official sponsor of the sports crowd. All right, so uh, before we get to the phones here and looking at our stream, I've got to address them. Okay, look, man, and this is the thing. Like, y'all wanted this show to be streamed forever and this, and I've told you at the beginning, unless you come in crazy. Listen, Judge, Miles, um, bro, you're in here like every day being extra sensitive, man. I'm going to start calling you Ralph Trezevant. Okay, like nobody can say anything about your Cowboys in regards to, oh, what's with the Jalen slander? He's been the most consistent. No, he's not, man. What game are we watching? Are we not watching the same? I love Jalen, but he backed like the whole defense, not just singling him out. He backed up. Okay, and 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 if you really think that, like, why is the why is the Jalen Smith slander? Why don't you go ahead and write and, and stream and write Stephen Jones, who drafted Michael Parson in the first round, that plays the same position that they told everybody he was the best guy on their board. Facts. Okay. okay. All right, Mr. Judge Miles. Like, I'll let y'all slide here in a little bit, man. But when you come in here and you step in, you're gonna get some heat. If you, oh, well, how many Broncos made the hundred list? One more than y'all. One more than Dallas. That's how many from a team that was hey, trash up, last year. From a team that hold was up, trash. Man. I'm a Cowboy fan. Yeah, hold up, man. Yeah, let me, I, I let me beat you. them all up, dog. Like, man, Judge, like, oh, what's all that? I mean, I talked about, well, you know, Dak is there. Oh, gosh, why are you talking about Dak? You just hate another like, man, stop it, Ralph T. Give me some man with some sensitivity when I come back, Sam, from Ralph Trezevant for Judge Miles. I like you, Judge. It's all love, but stop being so damn sensitive, man. KD, you've been hanging around with KD too damn much too. Why is all the Jalen Smith trainer? But the team drafted a middle linebacker in the first round and then told everybody he was the best guy on their board. Okay? All right? And no lies being told right there, bro. All right, And man. it's true. I mean, like everybody else, I mean, the game kind of changes, and you got to adjust, and he's not at that point where he is – he's still serviceable. There's nobody saying he can't play. Right. But he's not the guy anymore. And if he needs to be moved, what is the value for him? That's the biggest thing. Because I said the same thing about Van Der Esch. Van Der Esch is Sean Lee 2.0, as they said. But I didn't realize he was going to turn into Sean Lee 2.0 because he turned into the 10 man. The dude is always hurt. Yeah. No, I no, it, I agree. I agree. And and no, Judge, it wasn't because of Vander's injuries. If you take a linebacker the first round, you want him to be the linebacker eventually. You're thinking he's the linebacker. 
I, that that's 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 really and what round did they take Vanderich in? Vanderich was drafted what third, fourth round? I mean, no, he was a first rounder. Oh, he, he was, was a first, first rounder. rounder. Okay, yeah, because well. me and Jonas were together today, and I was like, "What in the world did we just take?" I lost my yeah. mind. We were doing a draft show. I was losing my mind. <laughs> I'm like, this dude been playing six man football in the country. Well, he was in. Give him a little credit, Hard. He was in Boise, man. He was on the blue. He's on the blue carpet. But he was—he mm-hmm. had still already had his neck cut on. Um, yeah, back then he was a—he was an injury. Yeah. Like Cowboys yeah. take—he took the people from the Wizard of Oz. We was looking for courage. <laughs> we were looking for a brain. <laughs> we was looking for a heart. I'm I, like, what are we drafting? No, nah, I feel you. I feel you. It's all love, Judge. But you come in here every day with some with some rubbish. And then basically just sitting there like, man, Calvin's like, I mean, Bronco, oh, God, Bronco talk today. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's going to be tomorrow. And just enough, uh, yeah. y'all, I am a Cowboy fan, but yes. I am a realist. Exactly. That's what it's about, man. Ain't nobody saying, I didn't say Vanders, I mean, you know, that he was trash, that Jalen was trash, whatever. I'm telling you, there's reports out there saying that, hey, would Dallas, would they trade Vanders? And, and reporters and writers and beat writers, man, yes, we live in a world of clickbait, but sometimes where there's smoke and there's fire, and that's just the way it goes in general. But anyway, all right, before we move on, let's get to this phone call. Let's go to Lawrence. Lawrence, you're on the sports ground here on Ticket 760. What's up, Mr. Lawrence? No, I, I just want to comment. It's completely off subject. Okay. But I saw Altati, the Angels pitcher, uh, outfielder, whatever you want to call him, um, fabulous player, obviously. Um, he got lit up the other night, mm-hmm. like two nights ago. He pitched five innings, seven strikeouts, zero bases on balls, but four homers. They were bombs. And there's and prior to me placing this call, I thought, dude, just let up. He's going to be the MVP. Don't start him. And you can mess what? around with this dude. And I don't know. I mean, you have to come in. I don't know what the relief rules are exactly. And you guys have the resources to look this up. But when a relief pitcher comes in, he has to face a minimum of three batters at this point, I believe. Correct. And now, what if Otati comes in from right field and he faces one batter? Does that count? Mm. And then he can go back into right field, I believe. So your whole point, before I let you go, I'm going to let Hard channel this, but your whole point, Lawrence, are you trying to say that the Angels, your opinion, they should basically shut Otani down or limit his pitching or what? Are you, because he's going to win the MVP or well, what are you trying to say? I mean, they got to shut him down to a certain extent. They're not going to make the playoffs. Mm. And then they can start messing with other teams. Imagine if they have a lefty in the warm-up bin and then Otani's sitting out there in right field or wherever he plays. And the manager doesn't know what the hell is going to happen next time. Mm. Okay. All right. Appreciate the phone call, Lawrence. Harge, what do you think about that? I mean, because I, I just want to clarify what the point of his phone call, but shutting a guy down, I mean, I don't I mean, well, go ahead. I'm going to give you my thoughts, but go ahead first on this. He just had a bad night. I mean, it's baseball. Right. It's going to happen. We talked about it going into it. That they, were night, they had an 18-game losing streak. They were on a losing streak. Well, Shohei Otani comes in, they end up, he gets beat. It's baseball. That's the way the thing goes down, man. They weren't going to lose forever. They were going to win a game. And it just so happened to be one of the best 
people in baseball, and he continues to do the things that he needs to do. He's still in a home run today. How come we're not talking about that? How come we're not talking about the other part of what he came back and did already today? So when you look at the way baseball is being played, and yes, he's in a very unique situation because he can do both things. But they're not bringing him back in to bring him back out to bring him back in. That's not how they're doing it. That, to me, is overworking him and not putting him in the right position to succeed or the team. Hmm. So, therefore, his rationale of what he was trying to say to mm-hmm. us, I'm not – I'm not. You're not there's no it. manager in yeah. their right – yeah, there's no manager in their right mind. This ain't Little League. Right. So, they're not going to do that type of stuff where they can just keep toying with people. Mm-hmm. I see his premise and I see where his thought is. But that's not happening at the major league level. I agree with that. I mean, my whole thing with Otani has been consistent. They won. I just looked at the Angels saying the thing that has kept them out and arguably the best player out of the postseason and Mike Trout has been pitching in the bullpen. So I just felt from the get-go like, hey, well, you paid a lot to even get this guy and that I know he can do the bad, but I would look at him more as a pitcher in general. And he's already came off the Tommy John surgery once. Mm-hmm. So due to the fact that he's – and I think that's really what makes this season he's having more remarkable because he got cut on and he's able to swing the stick like that and pitch from that. But, I, you know, it's a thin line because, see, you know, he can – Lawrence can sit there and say that. that and, and Lawrence isn't – you know, the way he's viewing it, I don't believe he's alone. But that guy that says that take and then you go ahead and shut him down, then that same guy's going to sit there and say, man, this guy's making 80 million, 100 million. Go out there and play. So what if your team's not going? Why are they shutting him down? I mean, that's the whole deal. I mean, remember – not the similar thing, but remember early on with uh, Strasburg's first year, how the yep. Nats, well, that was controversial because the Nats were handling him with gloves. You know, when he went through this thing, and, and I even think they were in the middle of a, a pennant, a postseason oh, they were in a race. Yeah. yeah, they were in the postseason. Yeah, that, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You got to be able to do – you keep him in his rotation, keep him doing what he's doing because – there's nothing wrong with what he's been doing the entire time, and we've all got a chance to watch some greatness yeah, at with, this point. Yeah, Whitman's so. in history. 736-976, you listen to the Sports Grind Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. There you go, Judge. 736-9760. Back here on the Sports Drive Broadcasting here for the Rounders Card Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Scott Smoke Shop. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Tiger Sanitation. If you're looking for a job, Tiger Sanitation is always hiring. Do a lot of great things for the community and surrounding areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Drive. All right. Yeah. Hey, Cal. They play two linebackers now, really, Judge? Like, stop it. Hey, Cal, since we were having a commercial break and uh-huh. we had a little bit of time, so I went back and talked to 
text with three different Cowboy insiders during this time. Three of them. One said he would trade him for a Chili's gift card. Wow. <laughs> wow. Sam agrees with that. Go ahead. Another one said I would trade him for a two, probably a three. He's a five to a middle of the or later trade value. Nobody views him. And this is why I say this. And it's not to make fun of Judge Miles. I get it, right. man. I'm a Cowboy fan. I really, I really understand how your passion kind of gets confused with the realization of what exactly. we see. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? This is a guy who has lost a step. It happens. It's the way the game has happened. It is the the value of a linebacker is not what you think it is. That's why Micah Parsons was so special. That's why they saw something in him. The dude runs a 4-3, bro. He runs a 4-3 a linebacker. So when they went and drafted him, he was the best one on the board because he had the most upside and the most talent. Now circle back around, where does all the money go? It goes to people that can block to stop the rush. It goes to the people that can rush to get past the block to get to the quarterback, and it goes to the quarterback. That's mm-hmm. where all the money is allocated. Yeah. So when you look at it, if you're not getting depth for your trade, whether it's in the O-line, whether it's in another linebacker position, you got to look at the value of it. Hmm. What you got, Donna? Yeah, and, and if you were to look at the contract, you know, we know he got paid big time a couple of years ago. Uh, the Cowboys have a potential out in 2022 at the three-year mark. It would be $6.8 million in dead cap space. I mean, that's... That's not, not that bad. It's really not that bad. I mean, uh-uh. Chili's gift card. Yeah. Out, just get it all taken care of for 6.8. That's really Mr. I mean, Mr. Sams, yeah. what do you um, come in here for one? Are you Would you willing to trade him? And number two, what do you think is probably the most you can get for him? Yeah, I mean, mixed with the contract number and just the performance over the last two years, they'd be lucky to get a draft pick for him. I mean, I'd be mm. more than willing to trade him, but his val- mm. there's no way his value is higher than a seventh-round pick. They'd be mm. lucky to get that, and probably not even a seventh this year, probably a conditional two years from now. I mean, he's wow. there's no team, and he's, it's going to be hard for him to even get on. I mean, looking at – I mean, they full-time switched Keanu Neal to a linebacker as well, so he's even ahead of Jalen and probably ahead of Leighton as well. So I, mean, I didn't even know, but yeah, you see. Exactly. I got yeah. you. So, I mean, he's fourth at best on the depth chart in a defensive scheme that they're going to play too consistently. I mean, yeah. he's dead weight at this point. Okay. Nice take. Judge that one. Uh, <laughs> 736-9760, man. Exactly. Like, man, the guys, I thought, like, I didn't even know. It was news to me that he wasn't even really listed as a starter second string. But Sam bringing up guys that even leapfrog him, I don't think he's trash. But, like, I mean, Judge acting no, like we. not trash. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, he, yeah. Judge acting like we talking about trading Mike Singletary. I mean, damn, he, he think Jalen's Mike Singletary, Dick Buckus or something, man. Like, sit down somewhere, man. 736 Nine seven sixty. All right, so keep it going. We got that going in the field. We brought up the Ryan Tannehill. He's in protocol. Um, what else came across my radar in the NFL today? What you got? Well, while mm. you're looking at trades, mm-hmm. we saw New England make a move. Yes, they yes. They moved a first-round running back out to the now-depleted L.A. Rams. The Rams. And when, when the injuries went down, we talked. I remember you and me talking about this in regards to who would go out there to fit the Rams come in. But, you know, when I saw this and with him going over there, um, you know, Sonny Michelle to the Rams, the media thought, I thought, is what does this do for our hometown kid, uh, Malcolm Brown? 
um, and former UT. He's still over there, right? Where did he no, go? No, he's, he's with, with Miami. This man, year. I keep Miami. forgetting that. That's yeah. the second time I brought that up on the yeah. show. He's over in Miami now. Okay. Yeah. Where is he yeah. listed? Do we know where he's listed on the depth chart over there? He's their starting running back. Starting right now. running back. Okay. So yeah, who's he's definitely over? their goal so, linebacker. He's their definitely their goal linebacker. So Daryl Hend- or Henderson is their running back for for uh, the Rams. So Rams, Sonny Michelle, and who else is over there now? Henderson. Henderson, the, from, the kid from Memphis. Okay. Okay. That yeah. was their pick, right? That's that's coming out this mm-hmm. draft. Okay. So yeah, well that makes sense. And what did you say the Patriots got for him? So when you look at, let me pull up the docket again really fast. Uh, but I think they put it's like a three and a five, and they moved a seven. But let me get those exact turns. Okay, okay. Well, that's a that's a positive for the Rams. I mean, everybody knows Matthew Stafford's over there now. So, um, and you know the thing Georgia about Bulldog. Yeah, Georgia their Bulldog. Defense, they're off. Their running back coach, Coach Sony Michelle, in college. Okay, so and, and, that's why they pulled him over there. And keep in mind this. Um, you know, Matthew Stafford at his time in Detroit never really had hardly any thousand yard rushers at all, really. If you go look, because I, I remember Detroit was running a record in the NFL with the longest seasons without a thousand yard rushers. I, I forgot how long it lasted. So my point is because they were from from behind the entire time. They were losing. That's why he was captain comeback. Hmm. He had to throw the ball to get them back all the time. Hmm. What you got, Sam? Yeah, just on that Sony Michelle trade, it's a fourth round pick two years from now and a sixth round pick this year. Yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Um, but the Rams, I mean, that's one of the teams. I mean, I know we get to the divisions next week, but the Rams is one of the teams in NFC West. They should be competing there. I mean, they that's one of those teams that have really went all in. Kroenke has went all in money-wise in the last three or four years. There's a lot mm-hmm. of money on that team, and the window is closed, and they hardly have any draft picks because of trades and all that, and they've got a young, one of those young phenoms in McVay. But the thing is, and I'll tell you, and I've said this before, the Rams are probably the only team that I can think of that can legitly say they've got two of the best top guys at their position on the defensive side of the ball. Jalen Ramsey, okay, and Aaron Donald on that Ooh. side of the ball. Um, they improved even a little bit last year defensively-wise. You know, they lost Wade Phillips a few years ago. Uh, but the Rams are a team that's got some expectations. And I think Matthew Stafford is going to be motivated to show people like, um, I was just really with a bad run organization. I try to be loyal. This is the thing. But, you know, I want to prove I can win. I want to win. You know, well, you should have. A play- yeah, you should have a playoff. Well, he got robbed in Dallas a few years ago. I won't say anything about that game before the whole catch thing. We talk about the catch, the dead's catch, but we hardly talk about how it was a 2-11 robbery in progress in Jerry's world against Detroit that game. Damn, you know, like maybe karma came back on that catch. But anyway, Matthew, that team's got some expectations, man. Look, you know I like to, you know, hey, I'm in preseason mode just now, but wait till we get started, man. Oh, he's starting to stretch Yeah, wait till we get started. Yeah, 736-976. You listen to the Sports Crime Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Calvin Casey, Mike Harge, Jonas Clark producing, Mr. Sandspin, the one and twos. Um, all right, so keeping it moving, uh, sticking with the uh, NFL theme here real quick. Um, 
Devin Funchins, man. Hurt again. Hurt again. Um, Green Bay. Glass Joe, bro. That's Glass Joe, man. I mean, like Carolina with the Panthers at that time. And, you know, some people thought he was having a good preseason for the most part. Uh, but just hurt. And I think this is season ending, too. Again, you know. So, again, another one of potentially Aaron Rodgers' weapons that he's been talking about that needing that could pretty much be uh, hurt. So, um, you know, it sucks for him, but I just don't. I mean, he can never get right, and you can't help the club from the tub. I mean, that's always been our motto here on this show. So you wonder what, how many chances more he's going to get, you know, pretty much with a team. I mean, somebody take a chance on him, but some it happens, man. Some athletes, just you just can't stay right. You just have, I don't know what it is, you know, uh, yeah. can't say it's milk and bones because I wasn't no big milk lover. I didn't really drink milk growing up. I can't stand milk. The only time I could handle it was in cereals. So you can't say it's the bones. Some made genetics. I don't know. And what is this injury? What is what is this part with Funches? Do we know? I just saw hell like he's out again. I'm like, I'm not even going to pay attention to what it is because there ain't nothing new. Uh, but it has to be something serious to put him out for the year. 736-9760. All right, so switching gears a little bit, still with the pig stand. Like Hart says, college gets going this weekend. And uh, we haven't talked too much about them besides the whole SEC thing. But Texas A&M and Jimbo, uh, they've named their starting quarterback. Um, and, you know, um, Haynes is good. They're going to go with Haynes. Now, I think if I'm not mistaken, this is a red shirt freshman, right, that they're starting. He was a top quarterback in the state of Texas, Haynes King. He's from Longview. He's okay. a big boy. He's been part of their program, and he was highly touted. A lot of schools were after him, and everyone's been waiting to see if he was going to be the one to take over. Um, Kill him on. Longview, Longview is one of those powers in East Texas. Right. They produce NFL-type talent. Mm-hmm. So, and it goes back to, and I'm sure we'll talk about Sark here in just a second, yeah. but it goes back to the same thing. Jimbo Fisher is a good quarterback whisperer. So when you get those type of players, and Kellen Mond got better. I don't care what nobody said. Kellen Mond was better hmm. because of Jimbo, because he yeah. wasn't running for his life the entire time. He was learning how to, to play football in an NFL-type scheme. So uh, big news out of College Station with Haynes King, and, and they're going to see he was pushed all, all camp as well by another redshirt freshman. And so we're going to see what happens. And I always said that I think I do agree with you with Kellen Mond. Like I said, I was one of his biggest critics his first years with a and I'm not going to lie, but I do believe I agree with you. He got better. And I've always said that about Jimbo. Uh, you know, Jimbo, if anything else, the quarterback, I don't like the way Jimbo did Florida State, you know, talking bad about their facilities and everything on the way out because he had some big payday, a big bag waiting on here in Texas. Showed out with the boots on off the airplane and all that stuff. But he can't coach, he can't coach quarterbacks, man. And I felt – you know, to get over that gauntlet, which is the SEC West, and to knock the bully out, I, I feel Jimbo, He can. he's a national championship coach. You know, he did it with Jameis Winston, but I feel that the time A&M gets over the hump under Jimbo is the time that he finds that guy in the center. I don't know yep. if this kid is it. I haven't really seen him play. I haven't seen too much of him. Um, but, you know. and He's I, talented. Okay. He's very talented. Okay. Yeah. Uh, said and he can run, too. He can run around, too. All right. 
Where did even though so, we don't put too much stock in them because they're preseason polls and AP, but where did A and M come at? Where does the where does six, them, sixth and seven? Wow, sixth and seven. that's pretty impressive. So they coming yeah, in and top old, ten, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure, okay. for sure. He's they they got that kind of talent, and it hurt it hurts me to even talk about it, you know, because because <laughs> you know, but but uh, I give respect where respect is due, go. and what Jimbo and what Jimbo's done is is something that is going to be tested now that Texas will be in the SEC because now the recruiting that he was doing now it can change a little bit. It's about right? to start. It's about to start it's, showing yeah. and paying off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Hmm. For sure. Well, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Good luck to him. But yeah, that parlays to us. I had it in the dark. It like, Hey, Sark, what's going on, man? I mean, we started, it's a week from Saturday in a couple of days and he still hasn't named you know, the starter. Now, you're, the word on the street in Austin, Harge, talk to me about it. I mean, what is – is this one of those that um, – you know, I know he said that, hey, after the scrimmage, they because to me his quotes kind of sounded like he ain't in love with either one of them really just yet. And a part of me like Sark, like, hey, man, uh, you know, Tua and Mac Jones ain't walking through that door. You better work with what you got and coach him up and figure out what it's going to be. But what are you, what is your sentiment to this? Is it the fact that – He's not really in love with both of them. Is the competition that close or is this more? Because when we get to this time and coaches, whether it's NFL or college, they haven't named the starter. Some people will tell you that's that's strategic gamemanship to not let the opponent know who they got to get prepared for. So hold that right. thought. Let's jump into yep, it. We get back you. on the flip side. You listen to the sports crime. We're broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. might have noticed a change in your neighborhood lately. Yep, Sprint stores are now T-Mobile stores. Now that Sprint is T-Mobile, you get more coverage, value, and benefits than ever before. We've invested billions to bring our 5G from big cities to small towns across America. And great coverage is just the start. From high-speed mobile hotspot data to weekly deals and giveaways, our customers get tons of great benefits. Head to your new T-Mobile store to learn more. Qualifying service and capable device required. Coverage is not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com.